Good morning. Welcome to Jesus in Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. This morning, we continue through Proverbs 31, looking at verse 20 through 22. So let's jump right in to Scripture. We're continuing on as we read about what a virtuous woman is, what a godly woman is, the type of woman that uh, King Lemuel, who this whole chapter is kind of being written to and spoken to by his mother, the type of woman that he should be pursuing as his wife. Now, um, we've seen over the last couple days um, the character traits that the, the woman being talked about here is one who who is a godly woman, okay, so she seeks God. That's the greatest commandment. Second, she takes care of other people. She loves other people, puts them before herself. She provides for her household, it's said a couple different times now. Um, She is a hard worker. Um, She uh, contributes and puts other people's needs before her own and takes care of other people, and she is wise. And so we've seen all these character traits, and we also talked about how they apply to everybody, not just to a godly woman. This is character traits a godly man should have. Um, Just given the context of this, um, it's specifically talking about the type of woman you should pursue. But honestly, many of these you could say this is the type of man a woman should pursue as a husband as well in, in many different ways. So let's go ahead and look at uh, three more um, examples here that King Lemuel's mother gives him about a virtuous woman. So verse 20 says, She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. So another trait, character trait, of a godly, virtuous woman is one who provides for the poor. The genuine poor now. Remember, Solomon makes that very clear throughout all of his passages it's um, not what I would say is the fake poor, but the real, genuine, needy people. The, those who are truly have needs and they cannot meet them on their own. It's not that they are lazy and won't meet them on their own. They genuinely cannot meet them on their own. Maybe it's elderly. Maybe it's the infirmed. Maybe it's um, you know people who, who are born with disabilities whatever, um, the oppressed, um, people who genuinely cannot take care of themselves. And so she opens her hand to them, and she reaches out her hand and takes care of them. So not only does this virtuous woman take care of the people in her own household, as we're going to read about some more here in a second, but she takes care of those outside of her household. She's involved in the community to help make the community a better place and take care of those who truly have needs within the community. All right, now verse 21 says she is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. Now this may seem cryptic, but it's really it's really not. It's really not a cryptic thing here. So obviously, um, when it gets cold, you got to have proper clothing when you're out in the cold, right? You can get hypothermia if you don't. Uh, it's not like the summertime. When you get hotter in the summertime, you just take more clothes off, right? <laughs> but in the wintertime, you got to have clothes to put on. So um, the idea here is she's providing for her household. She's not afraid of snow because she can provide the clothing for her household. 
they're clothed in scarlet. What is significant about that? So first off, you might read this and think, oh, there's some gospel um, meaning behind this. The author did not originally intend that, but we can pull that from this passage, okay? So just understand that. The author's not meaning that as they write this, but we can look at this passage and see some gospel reference or, or see a connection here. We can use it as an object lesson, I guess, so to speak. Um, so just as this virtuous godly woman is going to clothe um, her household in clothing that's going to protect them from the bitter, sharp pains of cold, Jesus Christ clothed us in scarlet, so to speak, as he shed his blood on the cross to protect us and cover us from the bitter, sharp pains of God's judgment because of the bitter, cold sin that has plagued us, right, since the beginning. So we could kind of use that as an object lesson, but that's not the intent of the author here. I just want to make that clear. Um, the idea here is that she does protect and take care of her household. And the whole reference to scarlet is scarlet is is a way to to pick something out in the snow, right? You're not going to put your child in all white when they're in the snow because then you can't keep an eye on them. But if you dress them in red and it's warm, you can also keep an eye on them because they're going to stick out like a sore thumb, okay? They're just going to stick out to everybody. You're not going to lose them in the bitter cold winter and the snow. They're not going to get lost by your vision. You're going to be able to keep up with them. And so... Um, in, in another sense, you know, God marks us with red when we become children of God, and he keeps his eye on us, and he watches over us, he protects us, all of that, okay? So there's there's a good analogy that you can pull out of that verse um, in regards to, to the gospel. Now, verse 22 says, she makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Now, fine linen and purple, purple is um, purple dye actually came from the secretions of a sea snail, believe it or not, in the ancient world. And it was very expensive to produce and to make, okay? So typically it was the very, very wealthy people who had any clothing that was dyed purple. So the idea here is not that this woman just looks fancy and, and spends all of her money on fancy clothing. The idea here is that she she does her best. She gives it her best work. She doesn't do things half-heartedly. She makes her bed coverings for herself. So listen, she's not just buying her bed sheets. She's making them. And the idea here is she's making her clothing as well and dyeing it purple and making it out of the finest linen. In other words, she's giving it her best She's doing her best work here. She's not just doing it halfway. And that's another sign of a virtuous, godly uh, person in general, is they're going to give their best job, their best work. I tell the kids this at school. I say, listen, I don't always expect straight A's, okay? But I do expect you to do your best. And your best is all I'm asking of you. And if your best are D's, or C's, or B's, and even A's, then that's what I want to see, okay? And that's all that matters to me, is that you work your hardest and do your absolute best 
work, whatever grade that might be. That's what's important, okay? We're all given different skills, but you always do your best work. And so a godly person here is someone who's going to take care of their household. They're going to take care of people in the community as well, but they're also going to do their best in whatever work that they do. And as we saw in a verse earlier, they're going to do it with a happy and joyful heart. And see, here's the idea. Here's the foundation of this. If you love God with all your heart, ultimately, you're doing all of this stuff here for the glory of God. And it's going to bring true joy and peace to your heart. You're going to want to be like this if you genuinely know and love God. That's why it's the greatest commandment. To know God and have a relationship with Him and seek Him is going to lead to you doing all of these things we've been talking about that make up a virtuous woman, whether you're a man or a woman. You're going to automatically react by giving it your best, by taking care of other people, by being a part of your community and giving to your community, not expecting to get anything in return. That is just the natural type of person you will be if you are at peace with God. So seek first the kingdom of God and a relationship with him. And all these things we've been talking about, they're going to be added unto you, as the scripture tells us. Thank you for joining me today. Seek after the Lord. Take care. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye. Thank you.